0: And welcome to Primary Care Spotlight, the podcast that brings you all the latest news and insights from Cornwall Primary Care Training Hub. Cornwall Primary Care Training Hub is delivered in partnership with Kono Health CIC, working on workforce development programs across the Cornwall health and care system. And we are here to support all those working in primary care. Hi there, welcome to Primary Care Spotlight. In this episode, I talk with Jackie Heffer, Educational Lead uh, at the Cornwall Primary Care Training Hub, about the diabetes offer. Uh, we talk about um, all the courses that we have from an introductory level for registered and non-registered staff, all the way up to funding that we have for degree level training in diabetes. And more excitingly, we also talk about the new Disco Builder, which is a new offer that we, we have available um, that could be Uh, Of interest to people who are already working or would like to start working in diabetes. I hope you enjoyed the episode and as always there'll be more information in the description you can always send us an email with any questions or requests. Enjoy! Hi Jackie, welcome back to the podcast. Hi, hi Emma.
1: Um, If you could just introduce yourself again that'd be great. Yep, so I'm Jackie Heffer, Um, I'm Education Lead for Cornwall Primary Care Training Hub. So the reason
0: that we're chatting to you today is about The training hubs offer around diabetes and you do have probably people may not be aware but quite a significant background in diabetes is that right?
1: Yep that's absolutely right so uh, more years than I care to think about but it's probably more than 30 years going on as um, um, in various roles across primary care and acute community um, and the voluntary sector so I was an advanced clinical specialist for a a long time and and leading a a specialist team and an educator. I've worked for Diabetes UK as a national clinical advisor and for universities um, teaching in diabetes. So yeah, so I hopefully I've got a bit of knowledge. Yeah,
0: and you have spent quite a bit of time over the past few years sort of developing our offer around diabetes and it's actually now quite comprehensive. So hopefully we can give people a bit of an idea of all the different things we have on offer. I guess it's it's good to start with why is it so important? uh, Diabetes training and what we're offering around diabetes.
1: Um, Well, I think I probably don't need to um, explain to people out there in primary care about the growing prevalence of diabetes of all sorts, type one and type two. They probably see lots more people walking through the doors, and I think certainly um, in the pandemic, um, the numbers have actually taken an an even more of an upturn. So um, as we're again hopefully all aware type 2 diabetes is linked very much to um, an increase the increase in prevalence is linked to increase in obesity and inactivity and you know diabetes is primarily managed by the person themselves so although clearly lots of healthcare professionals get involved think that's something that we really need to grab onto is that it's it's how do we enable people to live their own daily lives and be successful at managing their diabetes so so there's lots of education which is around all of the clinical aspects and including that supporting people
0: and I suppose that sort of answers a bit the question of like what is the role of primary care in managing diabetes is it's Educating the person themselves, and it's not just sort of us being the expert giving people, yeah, the, I think of advice.
1: Yeah, that's right. Because I think people also expect I oh, will go to my GP or my nurse, and it's about taking tablets and and that will sort it out. And it really, obviously, that's part of it. But there's a huge amount that it's about the decisions that people make on a daily basis in terms of their food choices and their activity levels um and how whether they do take their medication or not whether they object to it and um or or forget to take um doses so and and in the in a the same respect it's really a team approach within healthcare that is most helpful you know it because people need help with making changes to their lifestyle so people like health and well-being um, support workers are all really really crucial and mental health you know psychology mm. colleagues are all part of the um, team supporting yeah. people with diabetes
0: yeah so even I guess like the social prescribers being able yeah. to sort of you know direct people to like services that are available in their area these just like lots of different professionals now.
1: Yeah and, yeah, and yeah, when you start to look into things, you know, people's mental health um, is obviously impactful in managing any long-term condition, including diabetes, and vice versa. The people who experience poorer mental health are more likely to develop diabetes, and if you've got diabetes, you find it more challenging to manage and choose those kind of healthy lifestyles. So actually, mental health and well-being is, is really quite a central part to managing well, any long-term condition, but including diabetes.
0: And, and I guess it, it won't have escaped anyone who is working in primary care at the moment, but there's obviously been issues around, you know, staffing. I mean, it's been a national thing, hasn't it, that like people retiring and things like that. So upskilling the workforce and including uh, more people in management of diabetes with diabetes sort of prevalence rising is is kind of really important, isn't it?
1: Mm, Yeah absolutely I think there's a lot of people we've got a lot of new people new to the workforce so new practice Mm -hmm. nurses for example and also a lot of people because of retirements and staff changes people who are moving into providing a more specialist role so becoming the diabetes expert um, in the practice who didn't have that role before so from yeah. a training hub perspective it's been really important to us to be able to support provide support and education and training across the spectrum for all levels of staff.
0: So it would to be a good starting point to just outline and then we can go into a bit more detail what is the training hub's current offer then around uh, diabetes?
1: Um, so we have a really comprehensive offer, and we have we've just um, got a new course for which is a beginner's guide to diabetes. So that's going to run for the first time in June, and that's introductory level. So if you have if you're a new practice nurse or a new healthcare support worker um, in being involved in in the diabetes clinics or supporting people with diabetes, that's a re- that's going to be a really helpful course to go on. So that's a new one, beginner's guide to diabetes, and then. We've got a lot of um, courses that kind of cover things like oral medications, insulin treatment, all the usual things that you'd expect. um, And we've had that offer for quite some time, but a lot of people will, will be familiar with the merit courses that are available that cover those kind of key areas of being able to provide clinical treatment. And then. We've actually kind of taken the diabetes training under a, an umbrella of something called disco builder, which I'm hoping people kind of will remember. So yes. um I'm not gonna sing it, D-I-S-K-C-O. <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't know it was That's actually... as much as you get, but um so it's short it's a short version of diabetes skills and confidence builder. And that's what it's about. So it's about building everybody, whatever your level, whatever your role in providing that diabetes service in primary care. There's probably something within the Disco Builder program for you. And it includes a competency assessment that can be self-administered. You can just do it for yourself and see, okay, what sort of competencies should do I need for, for the level that I'm kind of working at? And then you can identify any gaps and then it kind of matches training to those gaps and you can decide which training courses are going to be the best ones. That covers a, a whole range of different styles of training and different topics. So we've already mentioned the beginner's guide. We've mentioned the merit modules, but we've got other live kind of face to face training We've got some virtual but live training on there. There's lots of e-learning that you can access at any time, whenever you want. There's lots of topics via uh, the Cambridge Diabetes Education Programme, yep. which you can access for free via the training hub. Um, and again, when you go on there, there's a whole load of topics that you can look at on. They're all sh- kind of short courses, very accessible, really helpful. And we've got things for um, for all levels, including GPs, um, if you're a GP um, and you need some training or you need um, some support with funding, at, say, a national course that you're um, going on, then we can help with that. We've got funding for the GP update, the NB Medical GP update. Yep. So you can do that, and it's not exclusive to GPs. Again, if, that's it, if you feel that would be beneficial for you. Um, and within the programme, one of the really valuable parts of it is yes there's lots of training of all sorts and you should be able to find what you need if you can't find it and you think no this doesn't cover what I need get in touch because we'll find it for you it's really trying to offer people whatever they need whatever you need to make you better to enable you to be better at delivering the diabetes service that you need to deliver then we'll try and find it and um, part of that is that we can offer some one-to-one or one-to-team whatever coaching with facilitators so we've got facilitators who are all expert in diabetes who can come out to people in practice to support kind of embedding skills so if they've been on say you've been on a training course and you've learned how to um, start glp1s for instance but okay i've done the training but i'm a little bit unsure and now i've got patients coming into clinic then you can access a facilitator who will sit in the clinic with you or join a debrief call after the clinic or before whatever, or run some case studies um, or some patients, discuss patients with that person, whatever you feel will be most helpful. That's a real asset to the training program, I think, because it's really that really helps to build confidence. Um, and and people are finding it really really helpful so I was just talking to one of the facilitators yesterday and they were talking about somebody they've been supporting and said I don't need to go there anymore they're fine you know they're kind of away and Mm. and that's really what you want to hear because that that means that it's it's doing what it's meant to do so and I think as much as anything else it's just nice to have it's nice to have a friendly face and somebody saying yeah that that was great what you did that that was the right thing to do because sometimes it is that confidence, isn't it? That yeah. we learn something, but and we think we know that's the right thing to do. But mm, I'd like to just check that out. So this does exactly that. And yeah, because I think sometimes
0: it's easy to go on a bit of training and then that's sort of where where it ends. But actually, yeah. that's where it begins, isn't it? Because that's when you've got to start pointing to practice, seeing, uh, you know, patients, you know, using yeah. that knowledge and actually. That's when you kind of do want a bit of support, and and uh, you know maybe just a bit of encouragement that maybe you are applying that knowledge in the right way, and that's so useful to have your uh, sort of peers able to support you doing that.
1: Yeah, it's essential because I think it would be pointless, to my mind, it would be pointless providing any kind of training because it's all it's all geared towards providing a better service for Mm -hmm. the person with diabetes who's at the end of it. Otherwise, there's no point to doing it at all. So you're absolutely right. If you go and learn something just for the sake of learning on a course, but it's not actually helping to provide a better service, it's not actually helping you to improve your practice or change things, then it's it's pointless. So, yeah, hopefully we've got all the elements that combine together to make to enable people to learn and then to embed those skills and to use those skills ultimately for the benefit of people with diabetes.
0: Yeah, so when it it comes to now the uh, package that we're providing, really, there is something for whatever stage of your sort of diabetes learning journey I guess you could call it, it wh- yeah. wherever you are on that sort of continuum there's something whether it's you need to go on the merits for an update or you decide you want to maybe go to something more degree level there's a CPD funding for the Plymouth courses as well isn't there that yeah
1: yeah you can access that via the CPD funding and also because we're aware there's lots of um, practice nurses out there who have become relative experts who you've yeah, been yeah. Um, running diabetes clinics for a long time and have done a lot of courses already but it's almost um, an end to the courses that you can go on or the learning that you can do and then it's a bit ad hoc so one of the things that we're doing via the disco builder is putting together an advanced pathway for exactly for those people and where people ideally will meet together and have kind of case-based discussions around some of those topics that are really tricky in practice And that in itself will throw out a lot of points for discussion and I think learning. Um, And within that, again, some coaching at this kind of more advanced level so you can have someone to sort of sit with you. And so although you're already a relative expert in your practice, there will be a point where you become challenged and not quite sure what to do. So it's good to have some. Somebody to help and support you and coach you through that to kind of take your practice to perhaps a little bit of the next level, which is always really nice, isn't it? Because it's it's nice to because we never stop learning. So, like a community
0: of practice for diabetes.
1: Yeah, yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah, exactly that that kind of thing. And also, it's that it supports that. There's always something new to learn, and it and it's an it's something that keeps you kind of fresh in your career and interested, isn't it? Yeah Um, because if you just if you end up doing the same things all the time then you can become a bit stagnant and and it's a bit it becomes a bit boring so actually this is a way of kind of okay I I know all this but this is something new to learn so um, so we've got that and it doesn't have to be a university course but if then you do you are interested in um, accessing you know something via university again we can help support that either via the um, cpd funding mm-hmm. or via the funding from the disco builder I, I think the message really is whatever you feel your need is Yeah. if you can't see it there um and if you're interested in disco builder you haven't heard it then get in touch we are running information sessions anyway um but if you want to do the competence assessment or just know the range available but if having done that people think oh yeah but that isn't quite what I want then let let us know because we'll find as I said before we'll we'll help you find what you do need.
0: So do you say you're running sessions on what the Disco Builder is and how people can access yep. that and use that?
1: Yeah so we just run an information so we run short information sessions they're only about half an hour just to explain but it is mainly because there is such a wealth of diverse courses and support available that it's quite difficult to just put that in a leaflet or or send an email around and explain and also because the competence assessment that you um, it's not you know compulsory it's not it's really a tool for people to use but if that just landed in people's inboxes it probably would look quite alarming because it's basically an excel spreadsheet but it's quite big yeah and I think certainly I would look at it and think oh I'll put that aside for later and then probably never go back to it yeah. so it's really just to explain this is how that works and it really isn't as complicated as it looks in fact it's very simple but you've just got to sort of know where you're going in it and then it's and then it's very very easy to use um so just a short information session um we ran one yesterday and I think we've got some more coming up there's one next month I think there's one a month yeah. Um, but if if in between time people just want to know, you know, just email in to the workforce box.
0: Yeah, but that disco build is probably a really good place to start, isn't it? For anyone where wherever you are with diabetes, you know, whether it's right at the beginning or further down, to like sort of identify, you know, using that to still where you're at and 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 where you can go from there or if, if you need some support, support so probably accessing those sessions a, a good step for, for most people
1: yeah I think so and I, and I think the added value is the facilitation that's there as well because there's nothing like having somebody that you can just come out who can come out or be there and you can say yeah but what about this or I don't quite understand that you don't normally get that yeah. um, opportunity so I think that's a huge bonus yeah.
0: And it's probably really worth as well stressing that this isn't just something that's for like senior practice nurses or, or registered no. nurses that there there is now, you know, we are trying to upskill the whole team and you know, diabetes is just such a huge thing now. Um, it really does need kind of more of a whole teams approach and there is something for most. there's
1: something for everyone. Yeah, no, there is absolutely. So it includes everybody, healthcare support workers and health and well-being staff. If, that, if you're involved in delivering a service for people with diabetes, then um, there's plenty there. And there's also awareness training for the Diabetes and You, the new um, structured education yes. program that's on offer that I think we have got a separate podcast about. But you, there's awareness um, training for people to understand exactly what the key messages are in that and how they can support okay, perhaps people.
0: worth uh just yeah mentioning because a lot of I, I was actually working somewhere as a local the other day and they they were still sending referrals into desmond um yeah so Same. yeah that, that that's not available anymore and it's
1: now no available. no we haven't i mean desmond is a fantastic course that's yeah. not but um we haven't had desmond for some time or really really had to um up, stop it prematurely because of the pandemic so yeah. nationally Desmond stopped anyway yeah. um but our contract was about to expire and what we've um developed instead is a more locally designed program which is is given us much a much greater ability to provide a wider range of resources but we've still got all of the key educational messages about how people can be supported to manage their own diabetes as they would have got with yeah. the Desmond program so yeah that those men, I think that the word is still getting round, but there are quite a lot of diabetes and you courses running now and we've trained um, I think we've probably got coming up for about a dozen educators mm-hmm. um, across Cornwall who are all leading diabetes and new courses Amazing. Um, and it's another opportunity I know because Desmond also there was a kind of limited capacity to the people who could um, access it and I think some practices were running their own courses as well which were like information sessions or um, for people with diabetes and so being able to do it locally means that if that's what you did do in your practice or you're wanting to do then actually we now have the ability for you to deliver your own practice diabetes and you course Um, and the advantage of that is that it's uh, we're applying for the national accreditation by Kismet the quality assurance and so it means that you can deliver a quality assured nationally recognized program um, rather than running information sessions which then don't quite tick the box as being structured Mm -hmm. education so that's just one of the examples and there are a lot we have a lot more flexibility because we've designed it locally. And so, yeah, yeah. you are
0: right. We are. Um, I'm talking to Heather Taylor, who's been really involved in sort of creating and delivering uh, that and getting that up and running. So we've got an ep- a bonus episode of the podcast that's just about diabetes in you. So if you're not in your PCN yet delivering diabetes in you or haven't um, heard anything about that and you want to know more than that, that there will be another episode on that.
1: Yeah, that would be great because Heather's a real expert. She was yeah. a she did she was very involved in delivering the Desmond programme and now she's very, very involved in delivering diabetes in you and supporting the educators. So yeah she's a real expert so I think
0: we've probably given people quite a lot to think about regarding diabetes there and all the different things we have on offer probably a really good starting place is those uh, sessions on what the disco builder is and the 30 minute session is probably a good idea for people to come along to them but they can just email us ask any questions that they've got is there anything else that you want to sort of say or anything that we haven't touched upon there
1: No not really I think we've covered quite a lot and um, I think the main message is that whatever your diabetes training needs are I'm sure we'll have something for you and so just to do get in touch I think sometimes people think oh yeah I must look on the website or I must look at this and I I don't get time well actually if you've only got time to send an email just send an email and because at the training hub we know what the offer is and we know all the different courses etc so if you just say I'm this person and this is my need we you know we can help you but if you are able to join a disco information session or you want further information about that then you know that's even better because you could you can look at your own kind of competencies using the assessment and so you just remember that d-i-s-k-c-o um so you don't want to so you don't want to give us a little (laughs) you can't see me doing the dance. that's the thing you can't see me doing my kind of Whatever, John Travolta bit, can you? So yeah. So it, it'll be like way diabetes
0: education team to like <laughs> record a video singing that. Um that'd be great. Yeah. All but, right. So
1: just think, yeah, training, diabetes training needs just think disco and get in touch with the training hub. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, thank you very much, Jackie, for uh taking the time to talk us through our diabetes offer.
1: You're very welcome. All right, bye. Bye.
0: That's all today from Primary Care Spotlight. Thank you for listening and I look forward to you joining me again soon. For more information, you can visit our website www.kernahealthcic.org.uk forward slash Cornwall training hub. You can also follow us on Twitter at Cornwall underscore TH and on Facebook at Cornwall Training Hub. To speak to the Training Hub team about how we can help your practice or career, please contact us at kernahealthcic.workforce at nhs.net. If you have content ideas or would be interested in being interviewed for the podcast, please do get in touch. Bye for now.